Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Oh, hey, y'all. Hey there. How is it going? Dandy. Welcome, everybody, to your bloody happy hour. Your bloody happy hour. That's right. That's April over there. That's Caroline. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're your host. And we're so excited to tell you some amazing stories. Mm-hmm. I bet you're excited, too. We got another episode, but first, what is your drink of choice today? Um, You might be a little shocked by this because I decided to... Uh, put a little whiskey in my drink. <laughs> whiskey Wednesday. Nope, nope. It's oh. Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday with whiskey. Let me tell you, when I was um, younger, I had a lot of whiskey. Mm, I mean, you're from West. That explains a lot. That's true. You are from West. Let's so, be honest. I got it from my pa- parents. Yes. Yeah. My parents' house. So. What's your favorite? I kind of I I like to say I grew up on whiskey. I don't know if that's a good hmm. thing. So that's that might explain a lot. I grew up on breast milk, but after that, I actually um, never really liked whiskey. However, I or I don't pick it, but I do enjoy it. But I don't just like order it. I don't I don't order it. order it either. Okay. I don't. I feel like that's just all I had. Okay. There you go. I know. So, um, I was going to say something. Well, oh, I what was... are you drink? Oh, you're drinking whiskey and just water? Probably. Oh, no. They're actually... <sighs> I put a soda in there. I don't even drink sodas. So, she's probably going to have a kidney infection here real soon. So, I might have a kidney infection or a kidney stone, which I've had a kidney stone before, and it was terrible. Oh, not me. It's real gross. I've heard it was worse than giving birth. Oh. So, basically, I've had... I've given birth. You've... Basically, you've had a kid. So I've had a kid. Okay. And they say that they're still like dormant. Like they're they're like, oh, you have two that are dormant. And I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted. So to they hear. can just come at any time. I guess. And I was like, why did this one come? Like it just, it was. I was like, m- this is how bad it was. My dad was supposed to be the pallbearer at, at a funeral, right? Okay. And is that a normal thing? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So. He had to miss the funeral to take me to the emergency room. What? It was that bad. I woke up in the morning, went to work out, and then I came home and I was like, my stomach really hurts. What's happening? And I'm like, okay, it's like in my back. I don't know what's going on. And it was like towards the end of the day. We didn't go, but I, I just was literally on that nasty emergency room floor in a ball, 
laying on the floor in like the fetal position. It was, and I have a high pain tolerance. Uh-huh. It was horrible. And Where, I didn't is that have when insurance? you like print? I mean, like <laughs> so, pray and like say all your Hail Marys just in case this is it's the end. literally. I felt like I was getting murdered. It was like stabs in the back. Oh, That's what man. it was like. A knife in your back, and they're like twist. You know, it was. It was awful. Well, so. I hope I never have to deal with it. So, yeah, you don't want to deal with it. So so don't drink soda. That's why I don't. I tell, right my, I tell my kid and then I tell my nephews that if you drink soda, you're going to have a bag on your hip. So what's a bag on your hip? One of those like bags you pee in. A pee or bag. like poop in. A pee poop bag. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but I had them scared to drink soda for the longest time, like scared the hell out of them. But now they're just like. You've lied to us your whole oh, life. They've so realized. Probably, yeah. They've realized. They realize how much of a liar I am. That's unfortunate. But um, I am drinking, of course, the famous Mr. Eddie. <sighs> I've got to get some of that deep Eddie lemon this time. Look at you. And I mixed it with my um, ice like pre workouts. <laughs> yeah, like there's like a cinch of my leftover. Focus stuff, and then um, vodka. Love it. It tastes great. I mean, why not? Um, I was trying to think if I had something good to say. I did. Right before I came here, I saw, you know, I always said that I raised my kid off a Law & Order SVU. And breast milk. I mean, of course, breast milk. Obviously. It goes and then That's why I didn't get minds. COVID. So, like, Wednesday and Thursday, we would sit. Somebody's probably going to call CPS on me, but he's a grown-up now, so. So, he's good. Yeah, and you're he's good. good. So, anyways, I feel like those were all the lessons in life, and it's real shit to, that, like, happens. So, trust nobody, and then watch Law & Order, and you can see how horrible people are, right? There you go. So, I should have watched more Law & Order. I didn't. I didn't. And yeah, you would have. Peeped, I would have peeped your husband, ex-husband out. Yep, real early. Well, guess what? This article came out today about this girl that was almost abducted. She was eleven, and what saved her life is a Law and Order episode. <gasps> How? Tell me. She was playing with this messy blue slime. And so this guy was trying to get her. And he just she just knew that if she grabbed his arms with this slime, that it would leave evidence. Kind of like if you bite <gasps> or if you, like, scratch, there's evidence yeah, yeah, under your yeah, nails. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when they did the lineup, this guy had this <gasps> blue no. slime all over his arms. And so now he's in custody. I, I didn't go, read it in detail. I don't know where it's at, but that made my day. And I sent it to my son, Trent. And I was like, look at this. This is good parenting right here. That her is and her mom parenting. would watch Law & Order SP together. Be a guest. And do you know that Olivia Benson, I mean, her real name is like Mariska Hartkete, tweeted and was very honored that this little girl <gasps> made a little tribute to SVU. <sighs> See... I know. I, should I know. Be watching those shows, and I just have one more thing I'm real excited about, okay, and tell then me. I'm gonna let you tell your story. No, tell me. I, I need to hear this all this. This is on a lighter note. I am the biggest Friends fan ever. Are oh, you? and they're doing the reunion. Yes. Yes. Have has it already happened? Or no, no, they ha- it hasn't. 
So this was my high school. You were like probably just I, So being I bored. didn't really. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't like an obsessed Friends fan. Like, I know some people can literally quote every episode. End podcast now. Oh, I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> I oh knew God. I would get fired somehow, but I didn't think it would be because of Friends. I mean, that's the main reason. It's pretty bad. So, biggest Friends fan ever. Loved it. I still watch it. I can still cry and I can still laugh. Like, I love them, right? So then I had three dreams in my whole life. Three. Wait, what? You've had three dreams your whole life? No. Dreams, like, I need this to happen. This was my dream. Oh, oh, oh. My dream for this to happen. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Dream number one. To be a mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) Or a pirate. Always go back and forth with a mermaid or a pirate. Ariel? Uh Uh-huh. I'll call you Ariel. Yeah. I do. I really did like The Little Mermaid. Two for um, friends to make a reunion show. You know, I have a friend who has been to the, what's the cafe called? Um, The actual set. Central Perk. Like the set of the cafe and like Uh set on the couch and all that stuff. Yeah. I want to go. It's on my list. Is that still open Alive, to go? Yeah. Okay. Still. Well, you should do the that. The whole full set. I do. I want to go. Um, and then my third one is for Elliot Stabler, which is from SVU. He was taken off the show like randomly like 15 years ago, I think. And I've missed him. There's been a hole in my heart ever since. So do you know what happened in 2021? Two of my dreams came true. I did not become a mermaid. However, did you become a mermaid? Did I miss it? (laughs) Friends is doing a reunion show. So then now Elliot is back on S with Law and Order and he's come back. So two of my dreams have come true in 2021. That one and what was the second one? Friends. Oh. Friends. To do a reunion? Yes. Come together. Because there was I hear did I see an article about Chandler was acting weird or something? Yeah, he was slurring a little bit, but I feel like... That was kind of how you were slurring. I mean, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I may be slurring like that for a couple of these podcasts, but Listen, it's okay. It's you okay can't because see me. it's called Happy Hour. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. So I'm so glad that your dreams are coming true. Yeah. You're living your best life. We need to get a manicure and... Yeah. All the things. I don't, I don't even... Yeah. It, so that's it? Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you, and I really hope that one day you can maybe become a mermaid. Yep, I'm working on that. How? I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to go to the beach and sit in the water for a really long time. I'll start off with that. What about, can you tell me, give me a hint about what you're going to talk about today. It's a survivor story. Ooh. Like, have you ever seen the show I Survived? And no. why not? A uh, no. I, comma, survived i've seen it on the guide well that's not enough okay this is a story about a survivor okay this means you don't have a clue what this is i know oh i can't wait okay are we ready to start this i'm ready because this is the survival story of mary vincent mary vincent y'all grab your drink get ready (sighs) okay if you tell me and let me tell you Stop eating, start drinking, and you might need to... Actually, I think this is why I chose whiskey. Okay. Because you might need some whiskey for this Uh episode. Okay, let's go. 
Okay. So first of all, like I said, this is from the I Survived season. I think it's season four, episode one, um, where she actually told her own story. Ooh. I mean, this is, oh my God. Okay. And which, okay. If you've been through anything of any magnitude, any kind of situation where you're, maybe you've like been in a bad relationship or abusive relationship or something like it's, it's good to tell your story. It's good to tell it to get awareness out there or to help other people who might be in that situation who you don't. You know, yeah. you don't know who's yes. in what situation. And it's also a healing process. You know? It It is. And I think that's why we get put through storms so that we can learn from them and teach other people. Exactly. And how to avoid certain situations and what clues to look for. Okay. Okay. So here we go. I mean, and also tell me what you think about hitchhiking. Um... How do you feel about hitchhiking? So I've never done it. Okay, but okay. Back in the day, yeah, it was quite it normal. It was like who doesn't hitchhike? Mhm. So this is sort of about a hitchhiker. Okay. Okay. So September 29th, 1978, Lawrence Singleton, who was a merchant seaman, which I don't really know what that is, but I, I did know that Richard Speck was one of those. Oh. So it's bad job, bad news job. You're out on a ship with a bunch of dudes. Okay. And so he is, you know, trucking along. He picks up 15-year-old hitchhiker, Mary Vincent, in Berkeley, California. So Mary had a boyfriend at the time who she was living with out of her car, but he wasn't good to her. He ended up being taken by the police on some rape charges. And she was from Las Vegas. And her parents were actually getting divorced. And so things were all messed up for her. You know, she's parents getting divorced. All these things are going on. She's uh, There's some conflicting reports as to where she was heading. I mean, some say she was going back to Las Vegas. Some say she was going to L.A., um, to Los Angeles, where her grandpa lived. But... Either way, she was hitchhiking, and she was trying to head south, okay? She was trying to head south. She was in, which I had to look up on the map because we're not in California. So, Berkeley, and then you're going to, I, I don't know where anything is. Yeah. But Berkeley, you're, you're trying to go, she's going south. Okay. That's her whole point. Okay. So, she's hitchhiking along. A van pulls up, blue van. And there's two other people that are behind her hitchhiking, a couple other guys. And they're all headed the same way. They're headed the same direction. Well, the driver pulls over and he says that he has room for one person. Well, they're heavy. I don't know. Go. Okay. So the other two guys were like, this is kind of odd. Um, and they warned her, don't get in that van. Don't get in that van. Because they could see in the back of the van that it was empty. So you have this huge van. Clearly, there's enough room for all three people. And he, yeah, he's saying basically there's only enough room for this young girl. And then once again, they're like, don't take that ride. But she was so tired. She'd already been hitchhiking for a while and she just wanted to get home. Okay. So this guy looks like a grandpa. I mean, he's older. He's like in his fifties or sixties, but he's, he looks a lot older. Cause I mean, nowadays I feel like fifties and sixties, it's like, you don't, 
you don't even look oh, yeah, that you old. Look good. Yeah, you got, you got, got all the Botox. You got work done. Oh, I mean, yeah. you look like you're 25. So he looking like he's probably like 90, but he's really 50 or 60. Okay, so he's this big old guy. I got a pot belly. Okay. Know. He's probably sweating, you know. And she's like, I mean, what's that guy going to do? Uh, so she gets in the van. She's like, oh, it's fine. She's exhausted. She's been hiking for so long. So she tells him she's trying to get back home to L.A. And he's like, well, you know, I'm headed to Reno, which is not south. Reno from where they are would be east. So she's like, well. Oh, my God. I feel like you just. Did you sub a geography class just now? Listen, I did. I looked at maps. <laughs> and I, I don't even know what e- where east I is. I don't either. That's just why I don't look. You just know it's east. <laughs> Sorry, but I know directions. Okay. Never eat soggy wiener. I don't know. Wheat. (laughs) Or watermelon. Never eat eat soggy wieners. That's Uh, not it. Sour Sour watermelon. (laughs) You're black. (laughs) (laughs) Never eat sour wheat. (laughs) Sour wheat? I mean, I've learned both of them. I think I might have changed it to watermelon. Sour wheat. What is sour wheat? Who gives a shit? You just don't eat it. <laughs> don't eat anything that's Soggy sour. Soggy wieners. Mm. I just can't. We're going to have to figure out what the saying was, because I'm sure in elementary school, they did not say. Sour wieners. Sour wieners or soggy. Watermelon. Maybe they did say that. Anyway. <laughs> so basically, I know my directions because I'm so super smart and I might be a teacher of geography. <laughs> so they're headed and he's like, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's fine. I'm, I'll still take you there. Like, I don't mind taking a detour. So she gets in and she's super tired, like I said. So she falls asleep. And I, oh God. Well, then she eventually wakes up and she's like, she doesn't know how much time has passed. And she's, she looks out the window and she's like, oh, we are definitely going the wrong way. And she sees the road signs and she's like, oh, hell yeah, we definitely we're going east towards Reno and we got to be going up. south. Okay. How many friends was she with? She wasn't with any friends. There was just other hitchhikers that were like also oh. hitchhiking like because that's what people did, I guess. Oh. So they they, they were, were just, just gathered they at were, a hitchhiking stop yeah, like, like a bus I think stop. she had had like a sign up that said like headed south or something oh like God. I mean, I don't know. I did not live that okay. life. I was But they were just around and near her and just like girl don't you get in that van i it was looks... about to be mad at her friends but yeah not they, friends. they were her friends but they warned her but they tried to warn her they warned her multiple times come on now so they're in she's in this van she wakes up she's like no we're clearly not going the wrong way the right way and they're in the middle of nowhere there's nothing around there's no i mean there's like dirt and a tree there's like one tree she counted okay. one only one tree okay maybe a like branch is this the west mesa killer no this is not okay (laughs) i can't west mesa is probably like in another state she's like trying to google to see what this is (laughs) because she's like this is great not knowing yeah so which okay there's literally nothing around it's rural which that's a hard word for me to say so i'm only saying it once roads that that she noticed they passed the the i-5 which is the interstate five which in california you know what that means just the interstate so she confronts him and she was like you're going the wrong way and you know you're going the wrong way and she's like turn around turn the van around so he's like 
oh, it's an honest mistake. I'm an honest man. Like, I would never deceive anyone. I'll turn around. Mm-mm. So he turns around. He drives a little bit. He says, you know, uh, sorry, I got to go to the bathroom. There's no, uh, he's like, I can't wait to go to a gas station or whatever comes. Like, I, let's just pull over on the side of the road. Got to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom. He gets out. She's kind of getting kind of nervous. She realizes at that point she's in a bad situation. <sighs> Dirt road, nothing around. This guy's getting out. It's nighttime. She's just kind of stuck in the van. I feel like she didn't watch Law and Order SVU growing she up. She sure didn't because guess what? She decides to get out of the van. She's going to get some air. She's okay. going to stretch her legs. She notices, okay, my shoe's untied. So if I have to run, not run this old fat guy, uh-huh. then I should probably tie my shoe. Okay, 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 okay. I like where this is going. All right, so she bends down and she ties her shoe. And then all of a sudden she blacks out. But turns out she got hit over the head with a sledgehammer. Oh, so she blacked out. She wakes up. She was knocked out. Oh, yeah, she knocked out. Okay, she knocked out. So she didn't just black out. She got knocked out with yeah. a sledgehammer over the top of her head. I was like, was she drinking whiskey? No, but I think in the eventually he like forces her to drink some weird stuff out of a milk jug or something. Okay. Or I know because that's what I'm about to say. So she wakes up after she's blacked out. She wakes up in the back of the van, tied up, naked. Oh, God. And here we go. He has a jug of some kind of drink that he forces her to drink. She doesn't know what it was, but she says definitely alcoholic. Okay. So, trigger warning. He starts raping her. Okay. Over and over and over all through the night into the morning. And, of course, the whole time, you know, she's 15. She's 15 years old. Did I say that? No. Oh, hell. That makes she's a big difference. She's 15. Oh, my gosh. She's crying. She's screaming. I mean, obviously, this is terrible. And all she's saying to him, she's just like, just set me free. Please set me free. I won't tell anyone. Set me free. So then morning comes when he's finally done. And he pulls over the van, pulls to the side of the road. He unties her and he says, you want to be set free? I'll set you free. He pulls out his hatchet oh God. out of the back of the van and he cuts her right arm off oh. with three blows. Oh my gosh. She's freaking out. She's screaming. She's going crazy. I mean, was you she right next to this hatchet this whole time? I don't know if she saw the hatchet. Oh, my gosh. She's going crazy. Mary. She grabs. So this arm's cut, cut off. She grabs him with the other arm. And he takes the hatchet and starts hacking off at that arm. With just two strokes below the elbow. So she's holding on to him. But she starts falling backwards. And she's like, why am I falling backwards? I'm holding on to this guy. And she realizes that her other arm has been chopped off. So that's why she's falling. She can't balance. She can't catch herself. Well, so this arm's chopped off. She grabs him with this one, 
And then he chops that off. And then she's falling. She's mm-hmm. like, wait, why am I falling? And this is when she's like, she looks at him. She's confused. She's in shock. She's like, what the hell? He starts flicking his arm like this. Because her arm is still grabbing onto his arm. Oh, Ah! my gosh. He's trying to get her arm off. Yes. It's still holding on. Her severed arm. Mm -mm. Yeah. So she passes out. I mean, she's bleeding. Mind you, this is a... What is this episode? What is this show called? I survived. I survived. (laughs) So she doesn't die. No. She sounds like a bad bitch. She sure does. Okay. She goes limp. She's done. She's passing out. She's, and then, oh, did I say his name? Singleton. Lawrence Singleton. He's like, he's like, she did. There's no way she's going to survive after all that. So he leaves her. So he drags her body to this like railing that's near. And he throws her over this like 30 foot embankment ravine off a cliff, cliff just get rid of her she's fine and some places i've read he's like stuffed her in some pipe and i've heard read a couple different things but the point is she's been thrown off this embankment she breaks four ribs on the way down and he drives off okay so eventually wh- here's the little spoiler when the police do catch him they figure that you know, she, he thought that she would be dead and that he cut her arms off so that there would be no fingerprints found. Okay. What? I don't. That's what I read. So, the, oh, so that they couldn't, but did I, she ever still have her teeth? Exactly. Maybe yes. So that's why I think he's like, he's trying to be smart, body, but he's yeah. really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to be smart, but he's really stupid. Because if they found her body, they would have ran her fingerprints and figured it out. But right. he didn't think about the teeth. Yeah. Because he done. So she is down in this ravine, losing blood. She wants to go to sleep. Uh, you know, she's, you're passing out, right? Yeah. You don't, you got your arms chopped off. All the things. And she has a voice inside of her. It's like some presence. She's just being told like, get up, get up. You can't go to sleep. You have to catch this guy or do whatever you can to get this guy caught. So he can't do this to anybody else. Okay. I mean, Wow. I know. I'd have been just worried about myself. I've been like, I'm about to go to sleep. (laughs) I can't. But that's like, what? You're like thinking proactively. And you're 15. Maybe she did watch Law and Order. She might have because because just wait. Okay. She somehow finds the strength to stay awake. Stay alive. She puts her bloody stumps into the dirt. To make mud packs over. To stop it from bleeding. Yes. Oh, uh, my gosh. She might have been in. Fight or flight. And she was in, like. Double fight. Yeah. Double fight. Mud packs. Stop the bleeding. Give her. So she's having to also climb up. She's going to have to climb up this 30-foot cliff embankment with her stubs. With bleeding naked, and she's yeah. still naked. Okay, still naked. Oh gosh. So she starts to crawl back up this 30 foot 
hill ravine cliff thing which takes her all day hours and hours so she keeps crawling and and she's just she can hear the cars of off the highway so she's not that far from this the i5 she's like just a little bit further she's like i, I come on keep I gotta going get there i gotta get there yeah she can hear the cars driving she knows she'll be saved if somebody will if she can just get to somebody so she finally gets to the top and she gets to the road and she starts walking and she walks three miles okay now three miles you might be like oh just three miles no, no. three miles with like, your arms chopped with off. your arms chopped off she's walking three miles you've been raped you're naked you're covered in blood and you're walking and you just and first of all if you walk three miles movie. as a just regular walk that should take at least 45 minutes i mean this but you need your arms too to walk like the okay. balance and the she's walking and she's holding her arms up to keep the muscles and the blood flowing from falling out oh She listened in she class. She was definitely a. We need to Survivor. ask her if she watched all the shows, because I would know to pack my arms, stubs in mud or dirt or to stop. I mean, I mean, you would have thought like wrap it up. Those things, right? What are you gonna Pressure, wrap it with? Yeah, so she don't have clothes. So she's. I don't know. That's like your brain can do some crazy things. Fight or flight. I'd have just threw myself off the like the rest of the cliff and just <laughs> done. Hope that they find me. I'm not, I don't have that fight in me anymore. I don't I'm too think old. I do okay, <laughs> so I have okay. I have questions for you on this. So then she's walking three miles. There's a car that comes up. Two guys in a convertible. They slow down at first, see her, and then speed away. I mean, what would you do if you drove up on this bloody? like she, and she said she said she said herself and i think it was either in the show or in an interview i looked like something out of a horror movie and i don't blame them at all they were probably like i just got my new car and what if they were like on a secret i don't know they were just like oh we can't some people her. are like this isn't my business and yeah or or what if they're like this is a trick. It's a trap. Yeah. That's this what is I would have trap. Thought. And if I go save this person, she's going to take me to. She's going to take me, and the murderer's going to come out, and he's going to get me, and it's a trap. I mean, but you so, can't really fake arms being cut off. What if you had a lot of ketchup? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but still, you, your arms are missing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, but so, I see it, it happens all the time. People just say, "Oh, the next person will get it. The next person will." Because it's save literally her. like out of a movie. Yeah. W if you were, to, oh, you know me. I feel like you would drive by and you'd be like, "Girl, get in, <laughs> get in." What happened to you? What do you look like? What did he yes, drive? Yes, yes. Like, let's take all the notes on our way to the hospital and the police. Yes. But there's no cell phones back then either. So mm -mm. it's not like they could have drove off and called 911 and reported it. They had to wait till they were going wherever, find a pay phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, am I predicting this? You are. I knew you were good at this. I would love to say I would do that. 
And I'm going to say uh, I would. No, Caroline, you. I think you would almost freak out. And, <laughs> and then you would just call me up later <laughs> and be like, like. I was looking at this. I would probably take a picture and be like, excuse me, what should I do right now? Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. And then you'd be like, go save her. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go save her. And put then me I on would speaker. Be, <laughs> I'd put her on speaker. And then I would go save her. Because I know I was I'm like, oh, my gosh, I saw a wreck. And I called my friend who's a EMT. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And she's like, nothing. They've already, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, need, I always need to have validation on what I'm going to do. Was it an EMT or an ENT? She's I get them mixed. Listen, ear, nose, and throat. She, she's emergency. not an ear, nose. She was. Uh, she's a um, a flight medic. Oh, so she's an emergency personnel. Okay. And anyway, she's like, are the anyway. What are those things you can do ride-alongs? Does she do ride-alongs? I told her that one time. I was like, can I come and like have a day with you and just see what happens? Because she you know she comes up on all the wrecks and everything and i mean she's a flight medic so they yeah. go to all the you know in extreme scenes she's i don't know if she's allowed to take pictures but she does and she i've seen some of she's like i know you want to look at these pictures and i'm like yes i want to look at those pictures because you know when i was don't little, get her fired when well we ain't say her name she don't even live in texas no she lives in hawaii okay so uh, when I was little, I used to love watching like emergency 911. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Which. Oh no, I'm thinking of cops. Yeah. No, this was like, it wasn't ER. It was just emergency 911 was the show, I think. And I don't know. I just remember my mom telling me, she's like, you always used to love watching that emergency 911 show. See, blah, it blah, starts blah. at a young age. I know. And I didn't even, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Shut up. I forgot. I used to watch that show. <laughs> so anyway. Here we go. We got the guys in the convertible. They look. They're like, no, we're going to keep driving. Whatever. The road is completely dark. There's nothing around, like I said. So she keeps walking. Another car comes up. This is you. Turns out this is a couple who took a wrong exit. And guess what? They're on their honeymoon. That was Jesus. A wrong <laughs> turn to help out somebody yes so they're on their honeymoon and they're trying to get back to the i-5 and they stop and they get her they pick her up they wrap her up in towels they put her in the back of the truck and they tell her you're like we're going to get help we're going to get you help and the only thing she could say was he raped me uh so they go to the nearest payphone mm. Because, mm -hmm. like you said, there's no cell phones back in the 70s. And they make a call. They skip the whole ambulance. She just gets airlifted to the next hospital. Okay. I mean, yeah. you should probably skip that ambulance. She lost over half of the blood in her body. And then, from the hospital bed, you have the uh, sketch artist, the police sketch artist, to come and try to get a detailed picture to see before what, you forget yes, okay yes. so she's in her bed she provides the most detailed description it's so vivid who is this girl i don't know but she's mary vincent and she is she's still around so you she can, needs to be working with victim services or something well or going to schools and educating little girls you're just predicting everything what yes. i mean that was okay go okay so she, her sketch is, the sketch is so realistic and vivid that 
this Larry Singleton's next door neighbor. I wish one of my neighbors was a serial killer. Recognized killer. his picture and turned him into the police. But let's just stop and talk about sketches. You ever like look at a sketch and you're like, mm, my God, looks. I mean, they are. Are they even any good? The sketches. I mean, a lot of them are. Okay. Some of them are way off. Did you watch the Richard Ramirez one? That was ridiculous. Yes, I did watch that Netflix. So apparently, this one was just so good that that neighbor called right away, and he, sh- the neighbor was. Like, she knew him well. She was, you know, friends with him. And right away, she she was like, that's him. And called the police. He had, like, some big old nose. That's Larry. She's like, and that's the funny thing is, his name is Lawrence. And he goes by Larry. That's Larry. Okay, but just remember that because that comes into play whenever he tries to say what really happened. Oh, okay. What really happened. Okay. 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 So, the neighbor's like, yeah, that's, that's old Lawrence. So he gets arrested nine days later. All right. And then this is his story to police. He tells a very different story. He says that he picked up three hitchhikers that day and that the hitchhikers' names were Pedro, Larry, (laughs) and Mary. Oh. He was trying to hit all diversities. You don't got to stop. I know, but I couldn't focus. (laughs) I had to get in the photo. Uh, so he tried to say like, okay, Pedro, Larry and Mary. I mean, is he just like making up names? Like, what is he doing? I mean, his name is Larry, but whatever. So he's saying that the, uh, he's obviously like in some kind of panic mode and just making up names. Well, he says that Mary was just some $10 whore. That he that uh, he just picked her up, and that um, Larry is the one who attacked and raped her because he's saying he had these three, oh. and Larry attacked her. Larry was the one that did it. But I'm like, you got multiple personality situation happening oh right now because God. I feel like that's what you got going on. And he said he passed out drunk in the van, and he didn't do anything, and it was this other Larry. Oh, and Pedro. You know, that's who that's who did it. Pedro just watched, I guess. Yeah, I guess he just was like, you know, watching, seeing what's going on. So that's what he says in uh, to police and during the trial. Okay, that's that's his story. Okay, like it wasn't him. He had nothing to do with it. So in the trial, she testifies against him. While she's wearing her two prosthetic arms. Oh, my gosh. With, like, hooks on those arms. Way to appeal to the jury. You go, girl. See, she... She she is a survivor. Okay, listen to this. As she is walking out, after she testifies, she passes him. And I'm like, is he just standing in the hall? And she just... I don't know. He whispers to her, if it's the last thing I do, I'll finish the job. Hey. Nobody heard it. I don't know. I would say he whispered. But how are you passing this? You're just walking by? Y'all just walk by each other? Yeah, because innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, but where is he standing? I need to know exactly where he's standing and where she's walking. I mean, it's probably a little bitty. I don't know. I've never been in a courtroom situation like this, so I don't know. So, finally, he gets 
in March of 79, San Diego jury convicts him of, okay, kidnapping, mayhem, forcible rape, sodomy, attempted murder, and forced oral copulation. I need you to define what what some of these things are. Wait, mayhem? Okay, so. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So mayhem, I think of that as, like, crazy kids acting all wild and, like, graffiti. I mean, like, anytime we would go to a conference, we would cause a lot of mayhem. Yeah, like, I've been causing mayhem forever. So long. And that, so we, we have to figure out what those really mean because I did not get to look into that. Forced? copulation go ahead and tell the story oh uh yeah so that's what i put in there. i was like so can you tell me what and what's the difference is that what it's called or oral copulation no forced oral copulation i guess that's <gasps> that's just like forced oral sex like he oh. sh- probably like shoves you know he just puts his penis in her mouth yeah because this is okay okay look up mayhem and i don't know what the difference in like I mean, this is all these trigger warnings, but like, okay, f- is there like a unfor like forcible rape or like not? I don't know what. Maybe it's just how the law was worded back then. Yeah, I don't know. So we're gonna so while she looks into that and gives us definitions, um, he is given. Oh, but you got to listen to this part. He's given the maximum legal sentence at the time. Oh God, which. What you want to guess that is? Um, I mean, it's probably like 10 to 15. Okay. 14 years. For all of those things combined, for all those things, attempted murder, rape, mayhem, kidnapping, all the things, 14 years. Okay. The judge who sentenced him said, if I had the power, I would send him to prison for the rest of his natural life. Naturally. I would think that's what a judge should say. So... The case becomes so notorious because it's super gruesome and because of the crime. He is paroled after serving five years, eight years in prison. And we would still be there. Like an innocent person would like be killed. It's so crazy. Somebody who goes and like gets caught with drugs is like in jail for longer. Forever. Mayhem is chaos, violent or damaging disorder. Look yeah. at criminal mayhem. It's got to be more intense than that, no. right? Wh- why is that a charge? We need to get a DA in here. Did, did you is say that- something about attempted murder? Did they? Was there any attempt? Yes. Oh, yes. She, he did get that. Yeah, oh, I couldn't remember. T- yeah, he got one, two, three, four, five, six charges for all six of those. First of all, they, I guess back, you know, I'm sure back then they were like, rape, it's, it's her fault, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, her, his word against hers. Yeah. And like, she, so they're probably lucky to get a conviction, but like with your arms gone, like that, that is her fault. She caused it all. Mm. Yeah. She, because, you know, he's, she's a $10 whore. Like, that's what she said. He says. Mm. Yeah. So. This okay, so he's only oh, oh here we go. Criminal mayhem. Yes, is criminal under mayhem. the strict common law definition. Initially, this required damage to an eye or a limb <gasps> while cutting off 
an ear or a nose is not sufficient. So he only got that charge because he cut off uh, a limb. Yes, but if he cut off her ear, he that wouldn't even be a charge. What? What's the ears not important? Or or the nose? Nose? No. Why? I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, I think I hope every this is just California shit. <laughs> well, that that this is it. That was an issue as far as like the the sentencing. It was. Apparently they changed the law after that. Oh, we, our drinks are about to be empty. We're gonna have to mm-hmm. refill yeah, because listen, nice. this is a good story. Okay, so eight years. This is when shit hits the fan. Okay, so this is all over the place. The news, the people everywhere are talking about it. They're like, "This guy, how could he be let go? Like, how could he be paroled?" They could not understand how is this happening. So it turns out. In 1983, oh yeah, this is what I was going to say. They California quietly passed a work incentive law so that prison overcrowding could be reduced where a day was cut off of your sentence for each day that the prisoner spent working at the jail. Oh. What the? There's fish. a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, did you say fish? So this is, said, we're going to put the an fish? E by the, this is going to be an explicit It's going to have to be explicit. We're talking about rape and limbs oh, and I thought nubs. the F word just gave you explicit. I think all the things give you explicit. Oh. So okay. what I the like fuck? Because <laughs> this is <laughs> fucked up. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So can say basically it's a fucking stupid law is what I'm about to say. So the stupid law and they... Yeah, this is, like I said, they thought this rape was woman's fault. So the, okay, you ready for this? So the associate warden of California Men's Colony in San Luis Obispo, San Luis Obispo, because you were supposed to say this, uh, Ed Martin, he, where, this well, this is where, um, what's his face, Larry, Scary Larry, served his time, all right, and this warden said, if there, basically, this is why they pass that law. If there is continued work and good behavior and no change in its programs, his release date will be April 28th, which was eight years and four months of time. Okay, so all the people in the town, they're going crazy. So here we go. They try to parole him to, I don't know any of these places, but I'm just going to say their names because that's what it said. But Antioch, California. Okay, the mayor of this Antioch, California, protested. And because based on public reaction, everybody's going crazy. So he protested to the Department of Corrections. Department of Corrections agrees that they will um, try to place him with relatives in Tampa, Florida. Oh. And there were just because there are too many people not having it and okay. he's gonna get away with it there okay the, exactly that's what you would think but listen to this okay tampa guardian angels okay you know what the guardian angels i where did i hear about okay is that the no yes that's that the is. red beret people okay i saw it in some I, in some documentary i watched okay so the tampa florida guardian angels they're basically like Probably what we need now in New York. Like whenever the city is going crazy and like they need, they're like citizens okay. who are just trying to help protect everybody. Okay. So they're, they're maybe enforcers and they're just trying to help. Like they would ride the subways and stuff like that. I think it was a big thing in the eighties. 
Guardian Angels. Okay. Look it up. Okay. All right. So we have the Tampa chapter of these Guardian Angels, which is, yeah, like citizens helping to protect. They led protests in Florida, and the Florida officials then reject him as well. So he's been rejected by Florida. Oh. I mean, that bad. That's bad. Because, you know, Florida, they they take everybody. They take everybody. So I vacation there every year. I mean, let's be honest. You got to be a pretty big piece of shit to, like, get rejected. And he was. And he was. So then they try to release him. So they've already tried twice. They've tried to release him in Contra Costa County. I can't say that very fast. A speech impediment, you know. So they try to release him there. And that county gets a restraining order. And they barred him. And they report that to the Department of Corrections. And they say, you cannot place him anywhere in this county. Okay. Contra Costa. Okay. Okay. Some county. Okay. Then, so he can't go there. Then they try San Francisco. Well, the police chief finds out and he's like, no, I'm getting a restraining order too. And he's not allowed to come to San Francisco. Okay. Okay. So then Texas. So then he comes to Texas and there he is. And he is, he's in Gatesville. (laughs) (laughs) His ass in Gatesville right now. (laughs) Hell no. They take him to Redwood city. They secretly put him in a hotel. Secretly. Okay. Who is they? The The Department of Corrections. Okay. Okay. But reporters find out and protesters surround the hotel. Oh. And the Department of Corrections is like, oh, hell. They had to pull him out because people were literally losing their minds. Like they were about to go apeshit. They were about to go crazy. Yes. So they pull him out. And then... The Court of Appeals overturns the restraining order in Contra County and San Francisco that they couldn't have him there. So now they place him in a different county. In Florida still. No, they're, they're back in California. Oh, Florida, okay. he got No, he got a no from Tampa. Now he's back in California. He's trying okay. to go through all these different counties. So he's in the city of El Cerrito. El Cerrito. Okay. Con- and the, uh, okay, he's in this other city, his other county. But this Contra... Costa, Costa, Costa County finds out that they're sending him to this El Cerrito place and they're like, oh, hell no. So they told the press, they like leaked it. They're like, hey, he's coming here, so y'all better get this going. So the they post, 86 that real quick. They sure did. And protest started. So they're like, hell no. Then they try Richmond, then like Rodeo. Mm-mm. I mean, everywhere they tried, mobs and all these, like everything's, they're like, no. He finally, at one of these places, he's escorted out of an apartment with a bulletproof vest because Gosh. there's mobs and everywhere. You think about how those. And their job is to protect them. Oh, hell yeah. And they're like, I hope this care I right now. wish he would get shot and, you know, but they can't, you know, whatever. Finally, finally, the governor of California, <laughs> he put. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, probably. Okay. I don't know who it was, but he puts a trailer. On the grounds of San Quentin, which is the state prison. Okay. Okay. He he puts a trailer on the grounds of the prison. So this, so he can live there for his one year of parole. Because he would, he couldn't go anywhere. So he does all these things. And then they buy, the state buys him a place to live. I guess that's. Because nobody else would take him. Yep. 
great job to all these counties for just kicking his. I mean, they out. just were like tweeting each other left and right, even though they weren't on Twitter. They're probably sending like, what do you send back then? Um, mail. Like, like, uh, no. like a letter? Like a real a, mail. Oh. So they just did it like two weeks in advance. <laughs> just be like, listen, this might Let's happen. <laughs> <laughs> How did people live back then? Oh, my God. They had to buy stamps. I can't even deal with stamps, <laughs> even though I have so many stamps. What? I get mailed stamps. I don't know. I get mailed stamps. You're like, subscribing to st- you're subscribing oh. to that. Oh, hell. From your podcast. From one of the podcasts. I hear it all the time. No, it's not that. I don't know. Stamps.com. No, I get, I just get, ma- I have stamps with my name and my address that oh. come in the mail. I don't know why. Bitch, those are labels. Those are not stamps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's, it's just go. You're that right. is not a stamp. You're right. That's not a stamp. <laughs> That's just a label. It's like from the Salvation <laughs> Army or something. Yeah, that's if you, you're not supposed to, Listen, you, you're you supposed to donate to, to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Lordy, Caroline didn't know they laughed on the show. Steve Harvey show. Oh, okay. Steve Harvey. You don't laugh like that? Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that's not a stamp. So I don't really have that many stamps. <laughs> I do have a stamp. That I stamp those aren't it. free. Those are like, I was 40. like, why do they keep sending me these stamps? <laughs> oh, Lordy. I need to go back and I need to, to go. School, I need to shit. go to the ravine where Mary was to find myself. <laughs> Hell. So anyway, well, I don't even know where we were. Oh, the governor was like, he's got a trailer. Yeah, we gotta put a trailer. So whenever, they, okay, so he's there for one year, and then his parole is over, and then he's done. Then, what does he do after that? After his one year, he goes back to Florida. Because he can go wherever he wants now. It's been a year. Because, you know, they only let him st- oh. made him stay there for eight years. And so he can just sneak his ass in. Oh, he yeah. Yeah. So he goes back to Florida. He gets there. People find out. They start protesting. Uh, even, like, a car dealership offered him, like, $5,000 to leave the state. <laughs> which I'm sure back <laughs> then was, car. like, $50,000. And there was, like, a bomb that was detonated, like, by his house. But it didn't kill him or do anything so it's kind of a waste but at least it was an attempt and then in 1997 good year great year i think i won the world series that year or the year before that like you won the world oh um excuse me i'm a athlete i'm a little league world series oh. champion do okay. i need to post pictures i might oh okay bye post them next to his mugshot next to his mugshot with his big nose and his fat po- Y'all go sweating. to Instagram. Go to Instagram because we're gonna put pictures. This. We'll put pictures of Scary Larry in his Scary pot belly Larry. when he's sweating, and Mary Mm-mm. with her how she survived and how she's awesome. And then I'll put a picture of me at being an all star. <laughs> all happened in the same year because it's about me. So okay, <laughs> in 1997, he's in Florida. A neighbor ends up calling the police on old Singleton. Because they hear screaming from his house. Okay. He's attacking a woman in his home. The cops come. In his home? Wherever he's he's living. Okay. The cops come. They find the body of a 31-year-old mother of three, Roxana Hines. She's a sex worker, but she's a mother. She's doing what she can do. You know, we think it's... 
Her name is Roxanne Hayes. Hayes? You, you almost made her black. Roxanna Hines. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> I knew you was black. <laughs> Roxanna. <laughs> it's not even Roxanna Hines. It's, it's Roxanne, Roxanne Hayes. Hayes. That's because I'm probably dyslexic or you, something. Or it's the whiskey. Go ahead. Sorry. But it, it does say on my note, on my papers right there. So I wrote it wrong. Okay. But listen, <laughs> she was stabbed 12 times in the face and in the chest. Are you looking it up right now? <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Are you? It, am I saying it right? Sure. Okay. So the cops answer the door. He's just, I mean, the cops answer the door. The cops come to the door <laughs> and he answers the door with his shirt open, all belly exposed oh my gosh. with blood all over his chest. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, this is it. So when the trial, and I'm just fast forwarding to when the trial happens in Florida, because obviously we know what he's done. And Mary Vincent comes to the trial in Florida for this Haynes girl and testifies against him. The piece of shit. And tells her whole story. And I mean, she just wants, she just doesn't want to, she wants to make sure he's gone for good. Yeah. Like he doesn't get any. She tried to do it the first time yes. and it didn't work. So she's going to make sure. Yep. And you she know, she's, she's, time. how long has, when he got released, think about what she went through whenever he was out on parole and then he was free. Because that threat. Because of that threat. Yeah. When he's like, he's going to get her eventually. And like, she's got to be freaking out. I, I mean, you don't, for, obviously, you don't forget that. So the jury deliberated for one whole hour. Thank you, jury. Found him guilty. Thank you. Unfortunately, mm. he dies of cancer. What? I know. I was hoping he would, like, get, like, some kind of really bad infection that was painful or some kind of, like, penis disease or some kind of something. But thing or i don't know something real bad that was painful a kidney stone maybe he'll be getting a kidney stone or 14 of them or 14 kidney stones but no he died of cancer hopefully it was a painful one hopefully. he was sentenced uh and mm, oh oh did he get did he get just life or okay did he listen get death? so life but okay yeah he was sentenced but he when he was sentenced he denied everything he denied mutilating Mary Vincent. He uh, he said that with the stabbing of Haynes, he said, you know, I'm sorry about the death and the death in this case. Hayes. I keep calling her Haynes. Hayes. Rox- Those are the underwear. Roxy. I'm call her Roxy. He said, I'm sorry about the death in this case. I'll try to carry, I'll have to carry it on my conscience for the oh. rest of my life. He has none. He what has none. What a piece of. So Mary Vincent ended up winning $2.56 million civil suit, but she couldn't collect on it because he had no money. He had $200 in his savings account. Uh, and then like, I so think what's I, the point of suing somebody if you don't get I the don't, money? Exactly. I don't know. I, I, and I also think that whenever he got out of prison, he tried to sue her. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I love some this of that. This man out, is on a whole nother level. I don't know if he's either like super narcissist or like he's just an idiot. 
I just or he know has multiple personalities. Who lived in his trailer after he left? I wonder if that trailer's still there. I wonder if they. I think you keep should it call San. I'm gonna call Arnold Schwarzenegger and ask him. Call Arnold San Jacinto. I don't know what it's called. Prison. That's not what it's called, but San Quentin. San Quentin. What's the That's San Jacinto was a like a battle. Yeah. The battle yeah. of San Jacinto. Listen, I've been seven um, today. <laughs> she was definitely so, in somebody's history. I was. Or geography I read class. one sentence of from page seventy three of the geography book, <laughs> and I read San Jacinto, and I knew, I knew. Okay. She was like, last thing. Eventually, okay. uh, Mary Vincent got married. She moved to Orange County. She has two sons, and she started the Mary Vincent Foundation to help victims of traumatic crime. Yay, Mary. Just like you wanted her to do. I did. I love when they live on and help other people from what they went through. And that she, is the yes. point of everybody's life. And so go watch I Survived. If you want to see her episode and you want to see her tell her story, this I mean, it's season four, episode one. Okay. I tried to look it up on my Amazon Prime. I feel like I've watched it before a while ago because this is one of the first stories that I was like, heard about and I was like, oh, Mary. Wow. Like this is, is this our third? We've had a lot of Mary's. We have. Yes, I had a Mary. You had a Who Mary. Who was your Mary? My Mary was um, Satomo. His first victim was a Mary. Sometimes I would say Mari because I made her Chicana every once in a while, even though she was Japanese. Yeah. And then your pro- your eyeball killer was a Mary. It was. I already forgot. Listen, I got memory issues. She's got, it's, it's short term. Short term. It's super short. And you know her what? Her working memory does, does I, it do. I need a Ginkgo Bonobla. Bonobla. Ginkoba. Ginko, no, it's called Ginkgo Bonoba. What? Ginkgo Bonoba. It's not. You're putting like four different It's not Ginkgoba. It's Ginkoba. No, it's two words. Ginkgo Bonoba. Oh, you're going to combine. Okay. It's, it's fine. Somebody's going to email us and tell us. Anyways, yeah, somebody let us know what the medicine is for your the, memory. For your memory, but, you know, my mom's name is Mary. Wow. So is she she's a badass too? Pretty much. Pretty much. She's super smart. So I don't know where I get my smartest. <laughs> you're real. So, Caroline, I'm excited because I didn't know anything about the story. I can't believe it. But I don't like not knowing, so I had to cheat. But I would, it's I would, okay. I'll listen, I would do I'd do the same. It's okay. Hope y'all liked it. I am sure they loved it. I am sure they did too. How could you not? It was so intense. So they need to tune in next time? Yes, next time. And also, you need to do a lot of things. So get your pen out and write this down. You need to, or your notes, notepad. Get your handy dandy notepad book Or out. put it in your notes. Put it in your phone. Because you can share notes. April doesn't know how. <laughs> you email us at bloodyhappyhour at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we want to hear your stories. We want to either hear your cool stories, your creepy stories, your crazy stories. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bloody Happy Hour. Podcast. Mostly everything is just at Bloody Happy Hour. Facebook page is Bloody Happy Hour Podcast. Oh, I screwed it up. It's fine. It's It just happened to be available. Otherwise, we'd have to be like Bloody Pod or Bloody oh, yeah. Weird Thing. Yeah. But yes, go follow, subscribe. 
because, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, this is a great thing. The other thing you can do that'll help us out a whole lot is rate us on Apple and everywhere you can rate us and five stars, five stars. That's it. Which and review, rate and review. R and R people, do it. Yes. Hey, my turn next time. Oh, here we go. Peace out, y'all. Bye. has been a Rogue Media Podcast.